This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Your official station to talk Giants. The Fan, 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. Good morning, campers. Alan Jerry. Don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. All right, here we go. It's Friday, 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 football, Friday, the Eddie's Kazari. What's up? Your Dolphins probably win again this weekend. Why not? And across from me, his name is Al Jonathan Dukes. What's up? Good morning there, Jerry. Uh, so here's the thing. Thursday Night Football, like, you just don't get real... I don't think you get real games now. I don't think teams are ready for Thursday Night Football, Jerry. Because, like, the Chiefs weren't the Chiefs last night. I didn't watch it. I have no idea. I, well, mean, I, I, mean, saw, just, I saw the final. I saw yeah. yardage-wise they destroyed Denver, but they only scored 19 points. Right. They couldn't get it done in the red zone. I That's the worst thing about football. Yeah. When you're watching teams move the ball up and down the field, and then they kick field goals. Yep. What a wuss move. Well, Put the ball in the end zone. It might be a wuss move, but you know what? Yeah. You take points when you can get them, especially when the other team ain't doing jack nothing. I guess. Nothing. But the Chiefs scored only one touchdown. They were in the yeah. red zone five times. Yep. I, I mean, listen, we watched that, that quarterback documentary. We know we know players are not ready to play on Thursday night. We do. Yeah, and we do. We, and we hype it up every week, and it's yep. just like it's you're not getting a real football game. Well, it's a real game. It's the quality isn't great. The quality, Jerry, it's, that's it's, correct. You know, the, the, you've got banged up players. Some players don't play because of the quick turnaround. I don't mind the Thursday night game when you've got a team coming off a bye. Correct. They seem Thank like you, they're Jerry. fired up and ready to go. I actually, I actually don't mind as a fan. I don't mind the Thursday night game, too, when my team's got the bye right after it. Right. Because I feel like you get one in, you get the extra mini bye built in. But I do agree with you that the game's are not usually good. Yeah, why don't we do that? Uh Thursday night, you're on Thursday night if you get the bye. Well, I think they I think there are a lot of cases they where they try that, that. but the, you can't you can't do that every week. You simply can't. The first Thursday night game of the season is always at least I shouldn't say it's good, but at least the teams are well rested. These games are tough. And you know what's so funny? We've been doing this Thursday night football for how long now? Long time. You know how many clips there were in the system talking about guys and the quick turnaround for th- it's enough. We know it sucks. We got it, but that's an NFL problem. I don't. Reporters keep asking these guys. Like we know they don't it's know no what to good. Ask, Jerry, I I suppose they're I mean, just filling uh, filling podcasts and filling articles. How many articles do you do you read where it's just like I saw an article today in the New York Post about Zach Wilson. It was all. All quotes about him, just all generic nothingness. And I'm like, this is just filling pages. Yeah, in a lot of cases it is. Digital pages. You're getting quotes and you're just trying to write around the quotes. Yep, I agree. Now, you want a quote that means something? 
I saw Mr. Steve Smith Jr. All right, so I have the full minute 40 here. Who's he work for, NFL Network? NFL now? Network. So he was on the field prior to Chiefs-Broncos, I guess, uh, because they're NFL Network, Jerry. They do and go wherever the hell they want, yeah. even though that was an Amazon Prime game. So he was on the field with Mike Garofalo. Garofalo. <laughs> Are you sure? I am. How did you say it? Garofalo. He's on the field with Mike Garofalo. What's funny is... Jimmy Garofalo. <laughs> so when I first started doing shows years and years and years back, he was a beat writer for the Giants. So I'm like, hey, would you like to come on? He go, absolutely. So I called him Garofalo. And then at the end, he's like, hey, next time I'm on, no big deal. My name's Garofalo. I'm like, you didn't tell me? Right. We, we were taping it. I could have stopped it. Yes, and I only got that from, isn't it Janine Garofalo? Yes. Right, she's the actress. That's so I, I saw his name. I thought his name was Garofalo. I got that from Janine Garofalo and Jimmy Garofalo. Right. This is Garofalo. Mike Garofalo. Yes. They were on the field. Yeah. How, do you have the thing where they're like just explaining that he that uh, Steve Smith went over to Jerry Judy? Yeah, the problem is it's a minute 40. Yeah. Um, stop it when you, whenever you want. Well, however, short one. Go ahead. I was saying the good stuff really comes at the end because... He, but yeah, you got right, so I'll play. Up. I'm going to pick this up right in the middle. Five a.m. I'm going to. I'll give the, you. I'll give you the setup then, in case yes. uh, you know. So Steve Smith said that uh, he saw Jerry Judy before the game. He was uh, wanted to get his attention because he felt like he had a bad mouthed him on his podcast. He called him a jag, just a guy that he wasn't getting it done as a wide receiver. Did you look that up? Well, he 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 explained what jag. Oh, he was. did. Okay. Yeah. And then uh, that he just wanted to say, hey, yeah, I've, I've seen you've been doing all right the last couple of games. I just wanted to, you know, yeah. man the man. So, And then uh, Jerry Judy was not interested in speaking to no. him. No. And so I th- I'm picking this up right in the middle. Okay. It's probably mid-word, but mid-word. here. And Bucky you can was you can ninja. Ninja. Yes, I'm using the word ninja. That's I'm just using the word ninja. I don't mess with you. And it was a, it was a curse word. And so I was like, all right. And then he repeated it. So I'll say it again. I'm sorry that I said you were a jag, just a guy who's an average wide receiver that you a first-round pick on that isn't doing anything. I hope today that you actually show up in a way that you haven't showed up in the last couple of years since they drafted you. So if you ever got a problem with Agent 89, I'm sorry for saying that you're an average wide receiver, that they eventually will move on. And when teams call me and asking, should they trade for you? I will say, no, don't trade for Jerry Judy because he's mentally unable to handle constructive criticism from people who watch specifically, can he be a wide receiver? Wow. I like he calls himself Agent 89. Then, Jerry, he dropped the microphone and, and walked off. And he, say, he sends it back to the studio. Yeah, Take it back. It, I'm done. Yeah, sends it back to the studio. So then Jerry Judy afterwards oh. had this exchange. He didn't want to go anywhere near this. Jerry, a uh, little bit of drama before the game with Steve Smith Sr. I'm wondering what your thoughts are on that right now. Man, that was a tough loss, man. I feel like at the end of the game, I feel like we could have we got there, but, you know, they had to. <laughs> A good drive at the end. Jerry, Steve Smith said he had some kind of conversation with you before the game. Did, did that not go well, or based on what he said on air on NFL Network? Uh, I, I don't remember that. Um, you know, but like I said, you know, we, it was a close game. We just not interested. In game. He had a big game. Oh, did he? Because I looked at Russell Wilson's stat line. Yeah. He threw for 95 yards. He had 10% of those. <laughs> he had three catches for nine yards. 
Three catches, nine I yards. I think it was three catches for nine yards. Yeah. He get only nine yards on three catches. Well, in fairness, the quarterback only threw for 95. Good point. So there wasn't many yards to go around, I suppose. Let's see. Let me just make sure I got the numbers right. I don't want to disparage Mr. Judy. No, he'll Denver, go right at you. Uh, I'm sorry. My bad. That was wrong. Three catches for 13 yards. Oh, okay. So he did have a <laughs> wow. solid night there, Jerry. Oh, my God. Russell Wilson completed 13 passes yeah. for 95 yards uh-huh. through two interceptions. Yeah. So 13 to his team, two to the other. Correct. Team. That's a that's a bad ratio. Damn. Eddie, remember what you said yesterday? He just blows. <laughs> He's had a tough season. He is terrible. I don't know. The ratings showed differently going into last night, but he, he looked. From the highlights I yeah. saw, because I didn't watch the game, obviously. I was at Rutgers last night. He looked horrible Yeah, from what I saw. He is terrible, Jerry. But what's going on with Sean Payton? He stinks. They both stink. Listen, the game passes some people by. It happens. Yeah, Sean Payton's not 90 years old, though. The game should not have passed him by yet. I mean, come on. I think it's passed him by. There it goes. Did he win because Drew Brees was that yes. good? Yes. I mean, maybe, he only won one. By the way, he only won one. I, I know there are franchises that would kill for one. I know that. Yeah. But they were really good for a long time. They won one time. Maybe the difference is, like, if you're a really great coach, like a Bill Belichick or Sean Payton, and you have a really good, respected, longtime quarterback, maybe he's, like, that matters in the locker room. I don't know. But we know that the teams don't, or players don't like Russell Wilson. It seems like that. And we do know that teams liked. Tom Brady and Drew Brees, so maybe that's a difference maker. Well, Who I mean, knows? Seattle won, though. I mean, look at the way oh, Marshawn right. Lynch talked about him, which was not in a glowing way. Made him really look like a clown. Yet they won a Super Bowl, should have won a second, and they had a lot of really good seasons. That's so a good point. I, I don't disagree with what you're saying in most cases, but that's not the case with, with Russell Wilson. Mm. It wasn't in Seattle. Now, yeah. he wasn't... You know, the difference here would be maybe to your point, he's not a Bronco. Like, he got, he got there via trade. He probably shows up. People are like, this diva? This is our quarterback? Like, we know we know his reputation. So maybe that is a problem, going from where you're established, where you've won, to a new city where guys don't respect the way you are as a teammate. I don't know. Yeah. Now, I did see that uh, Taylor Swift was at the game yesterday. I got to be honest with you. No yeah. buzz. No buzz. Right. No, that it's buzz dying down. dead. Correct. You're right. You know what? You're right, Jerry. That buzz is dead. I listened to Ian do the game on the. Yeah. I forgot the, the radio. Devils aren't on the radio, so I'm driving back from Rutgers. I'm literally looking for the Devils game before I realize you got to stream it. Okay, fair enough. So I'm like, you know, what? let's go to our station. I know Ian's on at Westwood One. So I listened, not one Taylor Swift reference the whole way home. That's thirty minutes of a ride, not one. I'm like, Good you know him. what? I feel like it's over. It is over. Um, they did show her, of course, on TV a couple times. Travis Kelsey had himself a nice night for a guy that was supposed to have a. Busted up ankle the way, or whatever the heck he had. Mo- he had nine catches for 124 yards. Most of that in the first half. So like, he had more receiving yards than the Broncos did. Correct. Total. Russell Wilson threw for 95 yards. Yeah. Uh-huh. And Travis Kelsey had 124. 124. Yeah. Hmm. That guy's pretty good. Yeah. He's pretty good. He's I a did, difference maker. I did see a funny uh, tweet by Dave Portnoy of Barstool. They showed a picture of Taylor Swift uh, hugging uh, Patrick Mahomes' wife, Brittany, yeah. after a big Travis Kelsey catch. And he said something like, this has got to be the biggest friend upgrade in history. She <laughs> went from Jackson Mahomes 
to to Taylor Swift. I mean, that is a huge gap. That's an upgrade. That, that is an upgrade. That is absolutely an upgrade. I was also thinking, like when um, when Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift eventually break up, like she's now got to break up with multiple people. She's got to break yeah. up with Brittany Mahomes, their she's mom. Got to break up with the mom. She's got to break up with the Chiefs fans. Chiefs Kingdom, they call it. Chiefs Kingdom. Yeah. Yes. I asked my uh, my brother in law. They live down in South Jersey. Um, they're Phillies people. They like the Eagles. They like the Phillies. So I asked if my nephew was watching Phillies games, but he said no. The but my niece, the she's seventeen. She started watching Eagles games based on watching Chiefs games because of Taylor Swift. I believe it. So now she's starting to watch the Eagles yeah. games with him. I do believe that that is an effect. Yeah. I mean, there are. You know, there have been a lot of people that have called into radio stations all over the country um, talking about how their daughters were interested in watching these games to see Taylor Swift on. So there is an effect. I just felt like last night, eh. eh. Right, you're right. It is dying down. Yes. It felt like it, as the old saying goes, jumped the shark already. Right. Now the question is, is their love real, Hell, I hope so, Jerry. Or was this a publicity stunt? It better be real. That's also, by the way, you know, you mentioned how uh, sometimes younger girls can come to football now because of Taylor Swift, and maybe they become fans of football. So how many times have we heard over the years when you see, like, a, a younger woman that listens to WFAN, and you yeah. think, oh, I thought it was only dudes. They're in the car when they're a kid with their dad. They get very used to hearing it. They get used to hearing it. Even though when they're kids, they're like, oh, put on Z100. And the dad doesn't. Then... They eventually find themselves in the car when they're driving, going, let me see what's on that fan. Yep. It's, it's really incredible how that, that's how country music hit me. When Your I was, parents were used to listen no, to was No, well, I was working at the sports station down in Tampa, but we were in there with the country station and used to play over the loudspeaker. And I'd be sitting here in the hall, i go, this is horrendous. What is this garbage? <laughs> and then I'm um, in the car, bored with the music. Yeah, what's on? Uh, let me see what's on the and you knew the music. country. And not only did I know it, it was catchy but that okay but that's something we've always talked about and i really believe like any song can become a hit if radio stations are committed to playing it and pounding it in your head over and over and over like a crappy song can become a huge hit and crappy songs have become big hits. yes they have as long as they play it so that that doesn't surprise me and now you're a country music maven love love country music country music maven i sure am jerry yeah how about that? Mm-hmm. By the way, is Daniel Jones playing or not playing? I don't think so. This, it doesn't look like no, it, right? They're all indications. Are he didn't practice again yesterday. Brian Dayball's not ru- ruling him out. This is that trick that they play, but you know Tyrod Taylor knows he's going on. I would Sunday. think so. I'll tell you what will be really interesting is if Tyrod Taylor, I'm not saying they're going to win. By the way, if you're listening to the afternoon show, apparently he changed his name to Tyrod. Tarod, um, t- well, that's, that's Evan, how Evan says Evan it. calls him Tarod. Tarod Taylor. Yeah. Kazines. I guess Kazines and Tarod. Um, and it wouldn't be out of the realm of possibility for him to go there, a place he's been, getting an opportunity. Now, this is if he stays on the field for four quarters and actually doesn't get injured. If he played well to the point where the Giants would have a decision. Now, I know Daniel Jones gets all the money. I know he's the starting quarterback. I understand all of that. But I also know they're in season-saving mode right now. They have to be. They're 1-4. They lose Sunday night at 1-5, which, again, I thought they would be, but I thought they'd play much better than the way they have played. If they went up there and played a good football game and Tyrod Taylor moves this team up and down the field, 
without because I'm expecting Saquon Barkley to play either. Boy, I don't. You might have a little bit of a decision on your hands when and if Daniel Jones is ready to come back and play. Yeah. Problem is, as we said before, Tyrod Taylor gets hurt a lot. Not always his fault, though. Yeah, but I'm wondering, like, okay, let's say Daniel Jones is out with the next situation and Tyrod Taylor starts. What if he gets hurt? Who's I don't even know who. I, I don't know who a, their third guy is. I went to the Giants depth chart. There's no guy listed third. I know well, they you do look have at a, their roster, not the depth chart. That's how you the would, roster, Jerry. Yes, if you look at the giant roster oh, on Giants.com, that All would right, probably Jerry. tell you who their third quarterback would be. I would think. But then again, maybe not. Maybe they don't have one. Maybe they go with uh, one of their receivers as their emergency quarterback. I'm not sure. All right. All right. So if I look real quick here, I already have it. I already got it for you. You got it, Jerry? Yeah, I got it here. So if you look, no, no, I don't. Where's you, Q? Oh, here you go. So you got Daniel Jones, Tyrod Taylor, and that's it. Those are the only two listed quarterbacks awesome. on the Giants roster. Now, if I go to, where else would I find quarterbacks? I don't know. I don't know who their third guy is. Tremendous. The practice squad has, oh, Tommy DeVito. I did know that because he played in the preseason. Hey, I'm Tommy DeVito. Yeah, but he, and he played well. He actually Tommy played well. DeVito. I know it's the preseason. I get it. Uh, he's the quarterback out of Illinois. By the way, if you were scripting a movie about the New York Giants, yeah. Tommy DeVito would be a great name for a fake quarterback. He would be the conquering hero. Yeah. Hey, DeVito. <laughs> <laughs> like he'd have a great backstory about growing up. Yep. Absolutely. Uh, uh, wherever they were filming Sopranos up in North Jersey. <laughs> that is true. So Jeez. I guess if Daniel Jones is going, if, 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 he because if he doesn't start, I can't imagine he's dressed and no. active. If he can't start, he can't play. I guess you elevate Tommy DeVito off the, pra- off the practice squad. You have to. Do you think Tommy DeVito's been nervous all week? Like, I don't. What? Buffalo? No, I don't, because he played in the preseason. And if he, no, he'll be all right. He will be. He played the Big Ten. What school did you Illinois. say? Illinois. Illinois. So it's not like he played at Akron, wherever the hell I that is. I already played at Kane University in <laughs> Union, New Jersey. <laughs> These guys are a little bit bigger and faster. I'm Tommy DeVito. <laughs> oh. Oh. Put me in the game. Oh, he's over there smoking on the sideline before he gets in. Put the, has to put his cigarette out before he puts his helmet on. <laughs> what do you think? This is Wildcats all of a sudden? Where's Goldie Hawn? <laughs> Brian Dibble will be like, where's DeVito? He's smoking. <laughs> Now you sound like an announcer that's turned into dice right in front of us. <laughs> All right, let's take a break because you know what today is. Oh. Today is football Friday, and that also means we've got cool games for you. Now, I don't know what the slate looks like. I'm excited to see. I don't know a couple of games, of course, but we will run through that in just a couple of minutes. Football Friday, cool games Friday. It's a weekend Friday right here on The Fan. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. 
Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseballs and boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. If I had my time again, I would do it all. Wow, you said that. How about that? I expected something from Seals and Croft. He pulls this one out every couple of years. That's pretty good. How about that? Squeeze. Who is this? Big Audio Dynamite? Yeah. Wow, look at you. Big Audio Which I think was one of the dudes from The Clash. Oh, okay. Fair enough. All right, Alan Jerry with you. It is a football Friday, 526. Uh, Boomer and Geo coming up at the top. Huge Friday show. Uh, week six in the National Football League last night. It was interesting real quick before we get to it. As much as it was a bad game and not a lot of offense, when we talk about these spreads in football games, like, oh, my God, ten, it's a lot of points. They still covered. The spread was 10 and a half. And the Chiefs still, it doesn't look like a blowout. Yeah, it's it a doesn't. 16-8 game in the fourth quarter. Kick the field goal, 19-8. That's not a blowout game, but yet you see a 10.5-point spread, and you're like, oh, my God, they're going to get killed. Yeah, it's funny, too. If you would have said, I think I would have assumed the Chiefs didn't cover last They night. did, because Al Michaels told us. He let you did. know. Yes, the 10.5 was the number to a lot of interested people. <laughs> this is pretty much the way he put it. <laughs> so was I, but, yeah, so they did cover the number at 10.5. Oh, uh, right. so Good for them. Hey, good for them. All right, 527. It is that time of the week. It is that time of the football season. It is that time. Al's favorite time. And why the hell not? Mm -hmm. He's wearing the sweatshirt today. He looks handsome. It's what we call cool games. Thank you so much, Jerry. Have a great weekend, everybody. (laughs) Time for cool games. You know that it's time for some cool Time for your cool games. Alan Jerry, they've got your cool game. Don't do that thing with your cheek. <laughs> Such a jackass. Yes, that. All right, so here you go. Here are the rules for cool games. Cool games has got to be a game we want to sit and watch. Start to finish means if kids want to go pumpkin picking, sorry, can't. Cool game is on. Yeah. It's not a check-in game. It's not a game we're interested in. It's got to be a cool game. So far this season, we have not had many cool games. Last no. night would not have qualified as a cool game. So technically 0 for 1, week 6. Al, take it away. And while a lot of people know this, I finally caught on last week that the NFL gives us terrible games in the 1 o'clock window. Yes, horrible games. I don't know why it took me this long to uh, figure that out, uh, but it did. 
Here we go, Jerry. We've got another London game, it looks like, today, unless uh, we've got a regular 930 game here in the States. Don't think so. It's London. Oh, this i got to tell you, we are giving London some hot garbage. Well, I thought I last week was, that. well, you know what? Bills-Jaguars, while not a great game, one of the more intriguing ones that London yeah, has gotten. I still think of the Jaguars as not I know good. that, but at least you can sell them on Trevor Lawrence, and they won. Trevor yeah. Lawrence, Josh Allen, the Bills. I mean, not bad. Hot garbage. Look at you. You just went Dion. I, I I don't consider the Jaguars anything but a terrible team until we hit the playoffs. Then I go, oh, okay, I'm, oh, I, oh, I see the Jaguars are here. All right, fair enough. All right, so uh, in London, we've got the Baltimore Ravens at the Tennessee Titans. Oh, God. Hot garbage, Jerry? I'm not going to call it hot garbage because the Ravens are not a bad team. And the Ravens don't. The, the Titans don't suck. They're just mm-hmm. they're the Titans. There's something very unappealing. I don't know why. They're just an unappealing Agree. team to watch. Yeah, not cool. Sorry. One no. o'clock window. We've All got right. the winless Panthers. Oh, God. I know they're playing the Dolphins. In Miami, they play no. the Dolphins. That is not a cool game. It'd be I, a fun game to see on red zone when the Dolphins I, go up and down the field. I think the Dolphins score a lot of points. I hate that for Frank Reich and Boomer's pal, but I think the Panthers going to get lit up. Do you think the Dolphins now in the locker room prior to games they're like we're playing the Panthers? Do you I, think we could do more than seventy? Do you think they? I have would that not be surprised if that conversation jokingly happens. Yeah. Yes, I think that's possible. All right. You gonna tell me Tyreek Hill ain't saying, "Yo, guys, let's go put up eighty on these clowns"? <laughs> yeah, I could see that happening. That was just so weird, though, the way that happened in that Bronco game. Like they. They put in Mike White. He threw a touchdown. Mm-hmm. They they were returning like they were just scoring the all over the place. Quit. Yeah, the game. Broncos quit. Yeah. All right. Let's. What about this? The New Orleans Saints Not at interested. the Houston Texans. Oh God. No, that's a bad one. Whoa. Terrible. How about the Washington Commanders? Not interested. At the Atlanta Falcons. No. Nope. What about this one, Jerry? And that's, and that's in Atlanta. That looks awful on TV. You ever notice that? Uh, terrible. Like, their new stadium might be gorgeous. I'm not saying it's not, but it it's visibly ugly on TV. The turf is ugly. The turf is ugly. It seems like bad lighting in that place. Yes, uh, all of it. Very strange. Don't want to watch the Falcons ever at home. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> oh, a Gardner Minshew revenge game, Jerry. We've got the Indianapolis Colts at the Jacksonville Jaguars. No. Not cool. No. No. Boy, this is, this is going great. What about this one, Jerry? I've got the Seattle Seahawks okay. at the Cincinnati Bengals. I would watch that game. I would watch that game. You think that's a cool I game? I do. Yeah, I do. I think the Seahawks are a good team. I think the Bengals think maybe they figured some things out last week. I would put that on the list. Okay. So you're not going pumpkin picking because you've got Seahawks Bengals. Well, that might have been an exaggeration. You're a little exaggeration. But if I was home, that's a game I would okay. want. Like, that's not, I don't have to wait for red zone. I would watch that game. And I got to tell you, from a uniform perspective, that's a visually pleasing game. Yeah, you're into the Seahawks uniforms a lot more than I am. I, like, I don't, I don't I like care the for Seattle's uniform. I think they're ugly. What about the Minnesota Vikings, Jerry? They will play at the Chicago Bears. Oh. Ugh. This is the game everyone's pinning on if they lose, if the Vikings lose to the Bears, that the Vikings are going to be sellers, uh, that uh, Kirk Cousins is a goner. Yeah, well, if he trades, if he waves his no-trade clause. And Justin Jefferson ain't playing in this game, right? Correct. Hamstring injury, I believe it is. He's out. Right, Put him on injury reserve, one. I think, four weeks. We've got one more 1 o'clock game, Jerry. I've got the San Francisco 49ers. Oh, good start. Playing at the Cleveland Browns. 
with no Deshaun Watson, ah, by the way. No Watson. He's no. keeping himself out of the game again. That's the three. What a punk. That's the three named quarterback. Yeah. What's his three name? named quarterback instead. We don't even know his that name. That takes a lot out of it. Takes a ton out of this. It's I'm hmm, interested about it, but that boy without Deshaun Watson, yeah. and I know that's putting a lot into the quarterback basket, which I usually say is not all that. The problem is when the backup looked incapable last time out. And now against the I, Niner defense? Yeah, I can't dedicate no. three hours to that We're game. not dedicating. No. All right, so the 1 o'clock window. Otherwise, well, I would have. All you've got is the Seahawks-Bengals. Yeah. Now we go to 4.05. We've got the New England Patriots. I can't believe Nance and Romo are doing this game. Well, I actually read an article about this, Jerry. So it's uh, Patriots at the Vegas Raiders. Mm-hmm. And both teams stink. Both teams stink. There was an article as to saying, why is Tony Romo and Jim Nance doing this game? And the article said that CBS, just like Fox would like to do, is when there is a, uh, when they have the Super Bowl in a particular stadium, and this year's Super Bowl is in Las Vegas, Allegiant Stadium, Romo and Nance are doing the Super Bowl, that they like to get that broadcast team into that venue. At some point during the season so that they can get a feel for the stadium, especially if it's a new stadium for them and they don't do a lot of Raider games. I understand. So it's that's a terrible. Why. It's a terrible game, though. It's a terrible game. It's a terrible game. And you know what? When I look, there are other... I understand the whole point of this. These guys have been doing games forever. They we re- don't know how to do... We they, don't know what to do in this stadium. What, Nance is going to miss a call in the Super Bowl because <laughs> he hasn't been there in a while? Yeah. It's I mean, been come a while. on, stop. I mean, I guess... I, like, to me... You got Seahawks Bengals. I know it's a one o'clock game. I'm just looking at them now yeah. because to me, I you're looking at the CBS games to see which where you would have sent them. It's just instead. a bad game. Yeah, like I'd rather see. This sounds stupid because it's, it should be a terrible game. I'd rather see them do Panthers Dolphins and have some fun with the the Dolphins scoring at will. Right, and it's the Dolphins. And I know you could say, well, it's the rated the rate. They're not good. Yeah, the Dolphins game. At least there's something interesting to watch. The Dolphins and in this game, Raiders Patriots. Like, why would you for real? Why would you put the Patriots and Raiders on? For what reason? Oh, you as a viewer? Yeah, I wouldn't. There's zero reason. Like I mean, legitimately zero reason. Uh, yeah, there's 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 nothing there. Both teams are not good. Yeah. All right. That's a weird one. Four twenty-five. We've got the Detroit Lions at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. That's a good one. And yes. may I remind you, Jerry. This is the week that the Buccaneers will be wearing their throwback. I don't care about that. 1980 uniform. I know that makes it a must-watch for you yeah. on Red Zone. Um, I don't care about any of that stuff, but I'm going to say yes. Cool game. It is. Yeah, yes. it is. Lions at Bucks. Cool game. Who would game. have thought a Buccaneer game after Tom Brady left would be a cool yes? I like it. Me too, Jerry. I like it. What about the Arizona Cardinals at the L.A. Rams? What else you got? What about the Philadelphia Eagles at the New York Jets? Is this, no, Jerry, a cool game? It's not a cool game, but, I mean, I'm looking forward to this game. I actually want to watch this game. Why do you think it's not a cool game? Because I don't think the Jets are very good mm. offensively. That's and I know true. Zach Wilson's been better, but I just don't think it's a great game. I, To me, I you know I'm a Cowboy fan, and I want the Jets to win in the worst way Sunday. I don't think they can win this game. Unwinnable. I hope I'm wrong. I want them to win. I hope they smack the Eagles around 35 nothing oh, on Sunday. I just tremendous. That's how much respect I have for this Eagle team. That's how good I think they are. And I think for the Jets, if they came away 
losing 28-21, I think you can have a lot of positive momentum and feelings about them moving through the season now. I just don't think they can win this game. This needs They need to play in a respectable manner. Yeah. They and I want to see Zach Wilson make more throws right. downfield, and I want to see a little bit more of a co- – as good as last week was against Denver, and he made some really good throws. I am not taking that away from him. That first half was disgusting. I mean, it was awful. It was ugly, Jerry. I mean, Brees Hall ran all over the Broncos. That's fine. But the passing game was not good in that first half, and it had spurts in the second half. I would like to see four quarters put it together and and run a complete offense. Fletcher Cox said they were going to give 11 kisses to Brees Hall when he runs the football. You know why he did that. Because the Rob Sala said they were going to give eleven kisses right. to Jalen Hurts if he runs the tush push. Exactly the tush push. So we're just drawing back and forth. All good. All right, Jerry. Then I've got a, a Sunday night football game here. It says the New York Giants travel up to Buffalo, yeah. home uh, a return home for Brian Dayball and Tyrod Taylor. Yeah, it's. I just I can't have a <laughs> one in four team involved in a cool game with with a backup quarterback. With a backup quarterback. Now again, I'm interested. I will watch. But come on. Yeah. No. It's not it's just not. I got one for you though, Jerry. Okay. I've got a Monday night football game with the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah. Playing at the LA Chargers. Yeah, it's a good one. This is a cool game. And I know the Chargers aren't a great team, but they score a lot of points. I think they're fun to watch. And the Cowboys are the Cowboys. I mean and they need to bounce back in a big way. They yes, can't, they do. They can't go lay an egg Monday night in Los Angeles. I think they'll have I believe the Cowboy fans will overtake that building like the Niner fans do, uh, like the Steeler fans do, and it's embarrassing for the Rams. Yeah. I think you'll have more Cowboy fans there than Ram fans. You've got to go in and Chargers. win this game. I'm sorry, Chargers. You've got to go in and win this game Monday night. So we've got three cool games, it looks like. Three cool. One in each uh, time slot. Yeah, you've got a one o'clock game in the Bengals. Colts? No. Who are they playing? I don't remember. Seahawks. Bengals, Seahawks. That's we've right. got a 425 game, Lions, Bucks. Yes. We've got a Monday night game, Cowboys Chargers, Jerry. Yep. You familiar with those? Yes, break this down for we us. We got something that, well, those were your cool games. Alan Jerry just brought you a couple cool games. Those were cool games. Jerry just brought you three cool games. The three cool games for you. Three. You look like the cartoon cat. Really cool. With the saxophone. I'm Tommy DeVito. (laughs) Back to DeVito. (laughs) All right, it's a feel-good Friday presented by Casamigos Tequila. Brought to you by those who drink it. Make sure you have plenty on hand this weekend. Casamigos Tequila reminds our friends to celebrate responsibly. watch any of the Phillies highlights? I know you don't watch the game. I did. Pretty, I mean, awesome stuff, man. I actually had to catch myself because I, I saw highlights. 
I was reading articles about the Phillies last night. They won. They yep. advanced. And they go, uh, Nick Castellanos had two home runs. I go, no, no, this was the other night. No, no, it was last night. He had two home runs in two straight games. So Castellanos, apparent from what I heard, I didn't get a chance to read all the stories yet because I was doing some editing, but I believe he is the first player in postseason history yes. to have back-to-back multi-home run games. Nailed it. That's pre- And think, I know we didn't have wild cards for 100. I understand that. It have been a hell of a lot of playoff series and LCSs and World Series over yeah. the last 125 years. Yeah, I legitimately thought I was reading an article about the yeah. previous game. You know who gets no love? Who? Is Trey Turner. Yeah. You know, Trey Turner went four for four last night and had the go-ahead home run when it was tied 1-1. Like, everything's about Castellanos, and I understand that. But Trey Turner... He's the one that launched that line drive to left for the go-ahead home run that I don't want to say turned the tide because the Braves had bases loaded in the eighth and the kid uh, made the catch in center field going back towards the wall. So they had opportunities. But like he has the essentially the go-ahead and game-winning run, the homer. I cannot root for the Arizona Diamondbacks. I'm going to actually be rooting for the Phillies. Look at you, Mr. Love- Met fan himself. Yeah, I just love the, the atmosphere down there. It is it so is a awesome. very cool atmosphere. I really do wish that ticket prices weren't so prohibitive. I would love to go to one of those games. It's just got to be. I know it sounds crazy. I know it's a pain in the ass with the parking and everything. But the ballpark is, to me, like City Field is a phenomenal ballpark. And the atmosphere is just awesome. Yeah, we don't, you know, when you go to baseball games, it's never really sold out. If you go to a regular season, random well, Unless game. you go to a Met Yankee game or, yes. Yeah. yeah. So that's what you kind of get used to when going to games. So if you were to go to a game that was a playoff game sold out, that's a whole whole different vibe. Oh, absolutely. That, that to me has like, when I went to the Yankee game was last year or two years ago, I forget, I made sure it was a 7 o'clock Saturday night game, maybe even an 8 o'clock game, I don't remember. But I remember telling him, like, hey, we're getting there two hours before first pitch because I can't deal with the crazy amounts of traffic and the parking. Well, we got there two hours before, and it was still crazy. Getting in at that point, um, we tailgated for a little while, and then by I would say forty-five minutes before first pitch, if you looked out, the people coming in, good luck making first pitch. Yeah, but I would I would love to go to Philly for a game. Let's go, Jerry. You know anybody who's got tickets? Random. Oh, we got. Oh, it's that's uh, we can't get tickets for that. Well, we can. Doesn't Spike but, know somebody? He's you know how much from money those tickets would cost. Big cash. A lot of cash, yes. They're selling also, by the way, they sell in that Citizen Bank Park because I saw somebody selling tickets on Facebook. Yeah. They have standing room only tickets. Oh, they do that too? Yeah, they do okay. that. I don't love that though. I, re- I really don't love that. Just roam around the ballpark. Yeah. I'm going to try and see what the get in the door price is for it's like Monday, I believe, right? Is yeah. Game one. Uh, and that's in Philly. Let's see here. All right, here we go. Diamondbacks Phillies. Monday, October 16th. Let's see. I'm going to put two for me and you. Okay. Because I know Eddie goes to bed at 6 o'clock, so that's not going to work. The get-in-the-door price, the cheapest price on StubHub for standing room only. This is what I'm talking about. What do you think? Standing room only. Mm. You don't even have a seat. And it's like in the outfield. You're far away from the infield. I'm going to give you a very high price. Okay. 170 And you said a high price? Yeah. Why don't you try that? No, try not, that one I don't time. have a seat, Jerry. I'll just say this: right or wrong, low or high, you're not close. Four hundred bucks. You're approaching the price. 
to go stand at the stadium. The cheapest seat is the standing room only ticket, and this is the best part. It's rated as a great deal, four forty six before fees. That's a great deal. That does sound like a great deal, Jerry. Five hundred dollars. Yeah. If you actually want a seat, it's four sixty eight plus fees, and that's a good deal. Here's what they should do. You nuts! If you pay for a ticket like that. And the team loses, you should get some money back. No, I'm not to. saying you get all your money back, but give me a something back because I paid all the money. You should get a credit a for a yeah. game next season. A credit for next season. That would be cool. They could do that. I'll give you one more before we take a break. If you wanted to sit, this is hilarious. If you wanted to sit lower level, all right. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna give you like right behind home plate. I'm not gonna do that. But let's say lower level outside of first base, twelve hundred. $1,019. This is like a Taylor Swift concert. Yeah. That's for one ticket. And then if I select this, I'm curious what the fees are. Oh, it doesn't give me the fees because I have to actually buy the ticket. You think as a solo person I could sneak into that game? No. Sneak in? Yeah. Uh, good luck. I like, no I wear, like I wear like um, a Pepsi uh, jacket. As a like, vendor? Yeah, as a vendor. Well, how about this? Why don't you go try Let me know how it goes. For digital. And real quick, the last purchase was made one hour ago. Two tickets in section 116, which if I'm looking at this correctly, are behind the dugout. It doesn't say what row. Before fees, $1,924 each. And somebody made that purchase at four fifty two. Yes, correct. They just spent over $4,000 for one game. They got up, they smoked some weed, and then they decided, oh, <laughs> where's, my, to, where's my MasterCard? <laughs> yeah, I want to go to this Phillies game. <laughs> Holy crap. All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we'll wrap it up. We'll get you Boomer and Geo in here. Amy Lawrence, Odyssey Sportsman, and on the Phillies and Braves. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. Hey, we, some time. we got a minute for you. What else, Al? Jerry, I see a Bills legend, Andre Reid. You know him. Yes. He was in London for the Bills game uh, last weekend, and uh, someone stole his uh, Hall of Fame ring from the hotel. From the room? The hotel room, yeah. So it's got to be the, uh, the maid, no? I don't know. How else they get in his room? I thought maybe he should have put that Why in. Why did you the- bring it with him? I guess they, he was doing appearances out uh, there, okay, and they, you know, sure. want to show off the ring. That makes sense. Okay, but I guess he didn't use the uh, in-room safe, which I never use either. Me neither, and never once because I can't figure out. I'm like, I'm going to lock my wallet in there, and then I'm not going to be able to get the get it out. That's another one of those things. We put too much trust in people. Yeah, like I use a hotel room like that, and no one's taking anything. Yeah, no, they they will. Yeah, because it's happened where you go to a room when you first get in, and you key card, and there's someone already in there. No, that's never happened to me. Oh. Happened to me one time <laughs> working here. Uh, I got to my hotel with some work event. I th- Greg Hughes was sleeping in the bed. <laughs> His, uh, sales, Are you sure you were in sharing phone. the room with them? <laughs> we were not sharing a room. Because back in the day, I had to share a room with Harris Allen. You and I shared a room at Super Bowl one we year. We did one year. That is very Awkward. true. Uh, me, a little bit. Me and uh, Eddie shared a room where Eddie was had a... I, snoring? I got no sleep because he was... slept in the tub? Sil- he was violently snoring all night. <laughs> he slept so violently. WFAN. WFAN-FM. WFAN-FM HD1. New York. Always live on the free Odyssey app.